This is Jimmy and Annette, and we are super excited to be with you. Oh, I always need to mention Mr. Chevy, because he's with us as well. Yes. In his total... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at... I'm he's sorry. Looking at you I'm real looking funny. at the look on my dog's face. He's looking at me like, this is my favorite place ever to be. He's totally chilled out. He was super excited. I set this up like two hours ago. And then we stopped, because I said, wait. I heard a sermon today that you have to hear by Willie Robertson. Yeah, Willie Robertson. From a Duck Dynasty. Yep. And I said, let's stop and go watch this. And you know what? I mean, I was just watching you cry just <laughs> no. now. You were sobbing. Straight and I was up. like, okay, Straight when we up, start this podcast, I need I need you to be a little up <laughs> instead of down. No, no I'm totally were, up because but, it was so powerful. But you were up. But right. it was just, you know, when you're crying, you just, it takes it all out of you. And you yeah. were bawling your oh, eyes out. Just... I turned and looked at you and you were just bawling. <laughs> you said, are you asleep? I said, no, I'm well, crying. I saw your eyes shut and I thought, oh, he's man. asleep. But no, you were, no. You were, your eyes were shut because you had tears in your eyes. That and was it was just... moving to watch, Jimmy. It was so moving. That's what I love about you. I love your sensitivity to the spirit. It Thank is, you. it is it's it's very sexy. I'm just saying. Whoa! I know. Well, I have to say okay. that. Pause, You're my husband. Edit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but it is. I mean, it's what woman does not love to see Thank a you. sensitive, caring, loving husband who is so sensitive to the spirit that he wow. cries. I mean, you cry a lot. Not just at Hallmark shows. <laughs> I, you know, I know you do that commercials. and commercials. But you really do cry when you hear the word of God spoken, and it really resonates with you. And that, that's amazing. That's Thank just, you. That's why I married you. Wow. I mean, wow. Thank you for saying that. You know, there was a time in my life I couldn't cry. I know. I know. It was very broken and very hard and yep. angry. This young person, new Christian, young baby Christian. And um, <clears throat> well, I hadn't even thought about this in years, but um, I was at a church service, and it was like a Sunday night. Remember church, Sunday night church? People used to do Sunday nights. I like Sunday night. But it really was cool. I liked it, too, because um, you just kind of went really casual, and there was just a sweet spirit. It was more about the fellowship and connection. Right. Missed that, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was there on a Sunday night, and the pastor um, just started, they had a microphone, started passing around, said, hey, does anybody have a testimony? I've been at those church so services. Powerful they people, are. People started sharing it as other people were sharing about their faith and what God was doing in their life. I just began to weep, and I hadn't weeped, I hadn't cried in two years. How old were you? I had to be like twenty-one by that point. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents had gone through a divorce when I was seventeen, and I was angry. Was it after your mother? Passed away? No, 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 she, no, no. My she parents were both away. alive. Okay. It's just they went through a divorce. And I was, I was shattered by it. But you know, I'm a guy, so I didn't act like I was shattered by it. So, oh, it's all cool with me, you know. But inside, I was devastated and um, didn't talk about it and have anybody to talk so, about it. So wait a minute, back up. Yeah. Your parents got a divorce when you were in high school. High school. So this is your 21, right? And it's hitting you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, well, it dawned on me. I haven't cried. I've never. I haven't been tender because I was so angry I had this shield just held 
It was a shield around my heart and in my mind. Even I love God. Man, I was growing in Christ. Love God. So these people start sharing their testimonies. And these are all old, young, I mean, just multi-generational. And I'm listening, and all of a sudden, something happens. There's a Something breaks in me because I'm hearing about what God's doing in other people's lives. Now, he's moving in mine, too, big time. But I'm listening to other people, and for whatever reason, it struck a chord in my heart. And it's like a, it's like all the stuff that was built up, it broke. Wow. It's like a dam breaking wow. and all this water behind it. It's been waiting to be released. And I just begin to sob. It was embarrassing, kind of, but but it was beautiful too. I'll well, call you it, needed to. It was brutal. Brutal. You used beautiful that word a lot. And bru- brutal at the same time. It was brutal, and I just. So it was a cleansing wept. for you. Gosh, even remembering that's making my heart. Woo. Wow. So um, I actually stood up and said, "Can I have the microphone?" And they brought it over to me, and I gave a testimony. I said, "Ever since my parents divorced, uh, at that point three three years ago." I haven't cried a tear until tonight. Wow. Hearing all you amazing people share about your walk with God. And even while I was talking, I could barely get the words out. And I was just so thankful wow. that my heart was tender again. And ever since then, right. I've been married been to you for 30 very years. Tender. It's very tender. And you know what? I, I, I never apologize that. for it. I'm not mm-hmm. ashamed of it. I'm grateful because when you've not been able to feel mm-hmm. and when you've been numb and then God opens your heart again to be tender and trusting and open, there's nothing like it. It's life-changing. Totally life-changing. Changing. Before we talk about change, that's going to be one of our topics today. Yes. We, we want to talk about the power of a changed life. Uh, we use the words transformed. That means mm-hmm. the form is trans. It's changed. Of course, trans is a big word right now, but we're talking Not about in a the good tra- way. Yeah, we're talking about the transformation of a human heart mm-hmm. that gets touched by the Spirit of God. But before we get dive into that, we are going to okay. dive into okay. it. We have other things I want to cover first. First of all, we want to welcome you to the show. We are Jimmy and Annette. We are pastors at Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. We've been here about seven and a half years at this point. And we want to welcome you to living up in a down world. That is our heart. That is our passion, not only for us, but for you. I mean, we've got, if you've been with us on this journey, we're in, can you believe it? Episode 24. It's Boom. mind-boggling. There it is. Yeah. 24 episodes. And so we've told some of our stories about just what God has done and, and some of the hard stuff, mm-hmm. trauma. What we've had to overcome. Pain, suffering. All these things, and yet we always end it with a but God. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again, but God, God can. can. Yes. That's really our heart, and that's why we call this living up in a down world, because we want to help you in spite of what is going on in this crazy world. It does feel like Chicken Little was Every right. The sky seems like to be falling. I know. But you know what? I'm not fearful. No, I'm not either. Because I, not I at all. still know who I am, and I know God. There you go. I know even if something did happen, I know where I'm going. It's a better place. I just refuse to live in fear. I just refuse. I Girl, just can't I'm do so it. with you. And when it begins to come in, because, you know, the enemy's real. It can creep real, in, no doubt. I just, yeah. I just tear it down with the Word of God. Go, because How I, does that work? Well, I mean, you speak the Word of God, but you got to know what the Word Ooh, of God says. Go. And you speak the Word of God to the enemy, and you just... 
You just speak back what God's word says to him, and he has to flee. And, you know, I just, I have to, that's something I've had to work on most of my Christian life. I hear you. I mean, because those echoes, those tapes, it's like tapes run in your mind from the past that Mm -hmm. tell you you're no good. You're a loser. This isn't going to work out. You're not going to make it. And so those tapes, and those are lies from the enemy. Those right. are absolute lies. And so you got to replace those tapes. you gotta, you got to overwrite the tapes. You know, back in the day with cassettes, right, you'd have your favorite mixtape, right? You're rocking to the, to the 70s. <laughs> your mixtape, you know, you got Air Supply and Little River Band wow. and all this stuff going. I know really I'm going, going back. way back. <laughs> I'm thinking high school. you got your favorite mixtape, and then you accidentally record over it, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I lost that. That was, like, my favorite mixtape. Well, you got to rewrite and overwrite the tapes that the enemy keeps bringing up. Don't you remember what you did? Don't you remember what a terrible mistake you made? Oh, you're so bad. You're not changed. You're no different. And you've got to replace that with the truth of, of God's word. God's word said, yes, you have to. Yeah, that's what brings change and hope. So we're here to help you do that. That's our passion for you. God has done so much in our lives, but we're still on the journey. I mean, we're we're kids at this thing, right? We're only Absolutely. We're young. We're always right? in progress, always. Always, ever learning, ever growing. Because we we won't have attained it until we're with Jesus. Period. That's right. It just we won't. But we but we're here and we have an assignment here. And I that brings me to exactly where I want to yes. talk to our listeners about because yes. our assignment in doing a podcast, this isn't work for us, by the way. It's we, work, but if it's not, if it's something fulfilling and you love it and you can't wait to do it, then it's not work. Exactly, exactly. You know what I mean? And we love this because we know that, man, because of just God's providence and, and, and podcasting being an option and an opportunity. Thank you, Adam Curry yes. and your friend that developed this, what, 19 years ago? Because this platform has been created, I believe, by God's heart. It's an avenue to get God's word to out to, to the world. And that's our heart. Mm-hmm. I looked at uh, on RSS.com. That's our, our hub, you know, where everything goes through. They have an analytics page. And it shows that our podcast is going all over the world. And so wow. for those of you that are listening, wherever you are, I'm not talking about America. I'm talking about the world. We want you to know something. God loves you. He has an amazing plan for your life. Sure does. We want to encourage you in that and help you live up in a down world. I do love the newsletter that you got out yesterday. thank you. Because I saw that you took a picture of our little studio here with the cross in the background and you had it highlighted. Mm. That was beautiful because you really set it up that this is the whole point of the podcast. Yeah, I think it's, I wrote, this is our why. Yeah, this is not just about you and I, although, I mean, God's using us and our stories, I believe, to help people. But all our whole point is to point people to Jesus, period. Beautiful. If we don't, then, we've, then we're, not, we're not fulfilling the purpose, I believe. That yeah, God podcasting has for, us, for us is about bringing a message to people yes. of hope, a message of life. A and message. you do it every Sunday. I don't have that opportunity like you do. So this is my opportunity to it. do what I believe God's called me to I do. I love it, girl. And my, I, my goal and is, to, is to tee up the ball, hand you the driver, and right. to swing for it. <laughs> just just give it a just rip grip it and rip it, girl. Well, if you if you remember, for years I ran a women's ministry for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. 
And I've just not had that opportunity here, even though it's our church. It's just um, the opportunity hasn't presented itself for me to do that. And so it's really good for me now, looking back, I didn't want to do this. Because I, I didn't know the purpose of this right. when we right. first began. And God began to just infuse purpose into this. The way I see it is you have a voice and you have something to say. And now God has provided this platform mm-hmm. for me to hopefully set you up. I'm just turning knobs and sliding yeah, stuff. You're so and Doing stuff like this. I mean, oh, wow. I'm, I'm applauding for you. Oh, is that what you're doing? Oh, totally. well, I appreciate Actually, that. Actually, this is more about... Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's my heart for you. But really, it is. I I, I so want you to have this platform. And so anyway, let's dive into what we're going to be talking about today. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. We'll talk. We'll get some shout outs here at the end. But uh, I got to talk about one thing, though, that was really special for me this last week. It's going to sound weird. And uh, so Adam and I, Adam Curry, who has become just one of my truly dearest friends on the planet. He's probably one of the best friends you've ever had since Man, since not I've to put known down you. Anybody else? Because I've had some amazing people in my life. God's been so gracious. But there's something, something it's amazing that's it's happening here, and I don't want to get all weird about it. But <laughs> that sounds really weird when I know, dudes it does. talk less away. But we had a bro date. I know. A bro date last which week. Which gave Tina and I a chance to have retail therapy, which Oh, my which gosh. Was I know. This is going to get expensive. I know <laughs> that. But but I got to tell you, we went out and we just, man, we went out to this great restaurant here in town. We live in Fredericksburg, Texas, which is like amazing place to live. We love living here. And so we went out to this great steakhouse. It's relatively new. I think this is the second time I've been there. And we just had an evening of conversation and great food. And just this exchange of life between healthy men iron who, sharpens iron. who are confident in who they are, who are growing in their faith, growing in their friendship, and this exchange across the table. And I, I got to say, I noticed, I don't know if Adam noticed this or not, there were people all around us listening. They were totally really? eavesdropping. Oh, I love that. We were talking about God. We were talking about world events. We were talking about technology. We were talking about podcasting. We were talking about all these amazing things. And I noticed, and he may or may not have, but I noticed people were, were listening in. Well, there's also a light that shines there through both go. of you because you have Jesus in yep. you. And so when you're, level. wherever you are, people are going to be drawn to that light. So I believe exactly what you yeah. said, that people were, they wanted to listen to you because you have something to say. And maybe they weren't sitting at your table, but I believe God was in that conversation where in that restaurant where they could no hear doubt. what you were saying. No I doubt. believe that. Just by two guys going to a restaurant is a witness to the world. Mm-hmm. We're not weird. We're not gay. I mean, we're just dudes. We're bros, brothers. And we're, we're doing life together and we're iron sharpening iron and we're growing. And I think it's the coolest thing. And so we're like, dude, this has got to be a regular thing. Although we gotta we gotta put a cap on the girl speaking, but it's gonna be a regular <laughs> it's thing. It's okay. It wasn't. That <laughs> I know. Much. I'm just missing. So so while me and Adam are doing a bro date, what were you and Tina doing? Well, we were just girl shopping, rocking you know. Lock and Tara over in San Antonio. Yes, and it was good. I mean, I always enjoy spending time with her because, like I said, iron sharpens iron, and I'm doing a Bible study with her every week. That's cool. Called the God I Never Knew, which is about oh, the Holy Spirit. Rob, Pastor Robert Morris. Right. So we, we have we just have. You know, we've we've only known each other less than a year, so we're both in our 
you know, sixties, which I hate <laughs> saying. So we have a lot of catching up to do. I know. Um, I, I need to embrace this. <laughs> I know. So we have a lot of catching up to do, and so it's amazing. The, our our conversations have been so amazing because we're seeing, they're seeing how God was in their relationship from the beginning. They met eight years ago. They've right. been married four. But how God instigated all these uh, things to happen to get them to where they are today. They have a, great, so story. Their story, a great story. Which was great because this weekend when we had Pastor Brian, um, a former youth pastor and his wife from Nashville Naomi. here, we had huge conversations this weekend with them. And I loved hearing Adam's story and, and Tina's story about how they came to know It's all about Christ. the shoes. The it shoes? started with oh, the shoes. Tina's shoes. She rocks some amazing shoes. <laughs> oh, my God. There's your trick. But, you know, but the Listen story, up, of, not their story of how they met, but the story of how they, how they came to terms with they need Jesus. Yeah. And to oh, hear that beautiful. story again, which is why I love when we introduce them to other people because they get to share that over and over and I will and over. never get tired of hearing their journey of faith. I will never either. It's There's something beautiful. compelling and powerful about a testimony of people who have come from a place of just not not being against God at all, just not knowing Him and exactly. getting to know Him. But what's beautiful about their journey is they decided to do it together. Yes. That's powerful. Her and I were talking about that on our walk today, mm -hmm. about how powerful. Naomi had said the same thing to her. Uh, when when um, she was visiting with her yesterday at church, she said, most couples don't come to that realization together. And I know that from experience from mm -hmm. church. Typically, it's the female and the male is follows, follows along or doesn't. About eight feet behind, yeah, right. Their story is so powerful because they were together on this. And, you know, to me, and Tina and I were talking about this too, the older you get, the more set in your ways and where you don't think you need a savior. When you're young, you know, you hear music and you get kind of low. It's a, it's a, it, it can be a draw to you and you get, you hear a sermon and you cry. But when you're older, it's, it's harder for older mm. people to come to know Christ it's because true. they're set. They're set. Set in their ways. They've lost their dreams and yes. live in disappointment and disillusionment to a degree at where they, their, their they heart blame. Get, they could their blame heart gets God. hard. Right. Right. A little harder. They to, don't have that. Crack. It, it, it's beautiful, and it I'm is. never going to get tired of it. Exactly. There, if you think about it, Jimmy, you know what we talked about that we're going to talk about in a little bit is a is a changed life. Yeah. They're the epitome of a changed life They're poster not children a, not a life that changed <laughs> right but a changed right. life because there are great people before christ entered in and yet when the holy spirit came and they accepted christ there was just their trajectory accelerated exponentially it's, yes. and so to watch that and i, I feel like we've got a 50-yard seat at the game I yes mean, we're, we're 50 yard line. I don't line, know what right? that means because no, I don't 50 watch yard football. line. That's when I, you're I, I the best seat in the house. I know. I'm kidding. Where we're getting to watch that, and and my heart, and I know yours is, is to this fire that's burning in them is to keep pouring well, fuel. Well, we're the on cheerleaders the fire. on the sideline. Totally. 
If, if you want to oh, use football. Wait, no, I'm the, that's, that's gay-ish. Okay, well, I'm, well, I'm the cheerleader on the sideline. I think of Will Ferrell and Saturday oh Night Live. Of course no, 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 you no. would. Of course. Not a cheerleader. I'm coach. Okay, coach. you're the coach on the sideline, Tom and I'm Landry. the cheerleader because <laughs> I'm, I'm just watching their story play out. We get yeah, yeah. the privilege of yeah. watching their story play out every day. And then to, okay, cheer them on, right? Yes. But also to coach and to say, man, you're doing so good and so proud of you. Keep yes. doing it. Keep Absolutely. doing it. Absolutely. Keep running Absolutely. through the tape. Keep those legs and up. And tell us what books you're interested now. in reading because some people might send them a book that right. might not be the, and they mean well. Yeah, Beautiful it, people but it might be supporting them. More new age, you know, or something. So we, we're, we're that's how we coach them. So the heart of what we're talking about is not just about Adam and Tina, but it's the power of a changed, changed life. life. So speaking of cool people and changed lives, Renee, a Dan and Renee Seacrest. We, we went, went out with dinner. them. Oh my gosh, just the coolest people. Dan is. Uh, uh, he worked for. Uh, Boston Market for years. He was one of their one of their top guys in Boston Markets. Mm-hmm. I used to love that place, by the way. That we loved it when I we were know. in California. We ate there all the time. Now you don't hear about it. Yeah, very not much. so much. But yeah. but he's moved on and he's doing a lot of other things. Semi-retired, doing consulting. Just the coolest couple who love Jesus passionately. Mm-hmm. Who who are, who are, love us, which is so evident. I mean, I love our relationship with. He them. came and talked to me at church and just thanked me and said we had. Such a wonderful time with you guys. So we went out to dinner in Bernie, Texas. By the way, it's not Bernie as in B-E-R. It's a German name, B-O-E-R-N-E-I. Bernie. Just N-E. N-E, you're right. It's German. And we had this amazing steakhouse with them. But again, it was another evening of iron sharpening iron, building one another up sharing our stories, sharing our lives of transformation. By the way, he's a killer musician as well. He's on our worship team. Great bass player, great keyboardist, but also just a great man of God. I'm watching God grow him exponentially. Yes, that's, it, that's you, that was wonderful time. Wonderful, wonderful time. time. Brought him back to the house, just rocked some amazing desserts from High Street Cafe <laughs> out of Comfort, Texas. Okay, I'm kind of deserted out. I, I mean, know, that I'm sounds like, kind of crazy. I but know. Wow, we've with had With all lot. these guests we've had all week, <laughs> it's been one dessert we, after another. We, so, so as we enter into our sabbatical, Sunday. we probably need to enter into a fast. I think, you know what? Oh, I, bad I, word. I know, but I mm. am considering that. I am You're so much that. more spiritual than I me. know, I know, but it, but I think it might be good for us. Huh? But anyway, I just want to give a shout out to Dan and Renee because they are just precious. And they, they listen to our podcast. Oh yeah, Renee so. says she's listened to every one of them. Oh Dan my gosh, said I just started listening. Love these guys. And uh, so yeah, they are quality, quality. They're quality, wonderful, great people. Love you guys. So thanks for an amazing, amazing evening. And let's talk a little bit about Brian and Naomi Mandel. I mean, you talk about some cool people. Yes. He was, our, he was our youth pastor for years in Abilene. Then when we moved to Nashville, we brought him there. And they've just... Um, so he's been... So he was a youth pastor for eight years. And then this weird fortuitous situation came along with what's called the escape games. Mm-hmm. Y'all probably heard of them. There's 35 locations. They're in very prime prime property locations all over America. And he has been the one of the developers of that company. Right, he's He's a senior director. Very well. And and God's doing some cool stuff in these guys. 
They're on fire for Jesus. They My are. goodness. Boy, this weekend. Naomi is cool. a rock star. She just, she, she, it was as if she was in our living room and she had a pulpit in front of her and she was just <laughs> preaching to Tina and Adam and they were just lapping it up. You know what really I love cool. about lifer friends? I call them lifers. There's a few people that fit in that category, lifers. Lifers are the kind of people that you might not see them for a few years or talk to them, but every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But when you're together, it's like Just you no pick time up literally right where you left exactly. off. Those are lifers. Exactly. And Brian and Naomi are lifers. Yes, it was so really it was so good cool to having them. We had them Friday them. noon through last night. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and and yet I never, man, it was so good. We talked the whole time about Jesus, what God's up to in the kingdom, right? Yes, it was absolutely and wonderful. And we had Adam and Tina over, so they got to meet them and get some hang time with them. We had our kids over. Our daughter, Faith, and her new husband, Brandon, so proud of them. And and we just had these amazing God conversations. I feel so full because that's all we've done is had God conversation after God conversation after God conversation. And it just, it, it's, I feel like uh, this is going to be really a bad thing to say, but I feel like a tick who is full. <laughs> I know, and wow. I'm going to pop. Okay. I know. Didn't see that coming. I know. I've heard that somewhere. You've probably said it in a sermon in the past. Oh, I'm sure I have. But it, I just feel I so full of, of the word and just the love of God, just being around people. I never get tired. And this is how you, this, speaking of changed lives, this is how you know a life is transformed. You never get tired of talking about the things of God. Right. And I never tire of it. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about what God's up to. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes, yes. Amen. It's like I'm preaching, you right? You did. Well, you're totally. Not, we're not in church. We're in your, totally. We're in your little office studio. So tell us, okay. So you listen. So we went to the, this on Mondays. We practice Sabbath. We don't take a Sabbath. We receive a Sabbath from the Lord. It's a gift. And so today, and we always, one of our things we like to do after a really long weekend, preaching, teaching, I played on the worship team, two services. I don't know I how you do I preached two services, and then we hosted all weekend. So we were a little tired. We woke up this morning, right? Mm-hmm. Just to be but, honest. But I got So you up, decided to go for a four-mile walk four through mile the hills. Walk through you and Tina are machines, well, and you are not human. So I'm, anyway... It's I stayed therapy. in my office and played my guitar for a solid hour and wow. worshiped God on my guitar, my electric guitar. I was rocking the strat this morning. But so then we left and went straight to we the went gym. Went straight to the gym for and your second workout. You're a machine. <laughs> and you know, I uh, love to lift weights, and so that's another one of my favorite things to do. And so we've been doing this. We met in a gym. Yeah. Been doing this for thirty. I listened to uh, about 30 minutes of No Agenda, Adam Curry's amazing podcast, and got it. Man, I'm super stoked, so I can't wait to jump in. I got got to listen to the rest of it. Yeah, we need to listen to it. I'm all over it, but I'm I'm keyed up about it. So, and then as as we're starting to head home, I said, what did you listen to? And you said, I listened to Willie Robertson. And he was, I've never heard him. I knew he was a Christian. I know the whole yeah, I've dynasty. Seen little, little snippets and I know and clips. about Sadie, his daughter, and all that. But I've never heard him personally preach, and it was phenomenal. And I said, "Let's before we do our podcast, we got to go just watch yeah, it." Yeah, we actually I sat down. To it online. We sat down. I put my headphones on. You said, "Wait a minute." Wait, no, we got to go. We need to go listen to this. Yes. And I was like, uh, "I'm ready to record." And then we go in there. And I cried through the whole thing. And I said, I knew you need to listen to this because it was he he he. It was about 
a life changed versus a um, wait hold on say help me say it a, a life change versus a change of life okay okay and so do we have just a life change and we don't have the transformation or are we going to live a changed life you that That's continues it. Yeah. and so that just it just again another thing that just hit me hard it was like i want to be known as the one who lives a life that's changed. I gotta say something. What? When you get spiritual, oh, I, mean, I know when what you it dive does to in, you. I Honey, just we're look on, at we're you. doing a podcast, so be I careful know, what it's you a family say. family show, but I'm just, <laughs> I just look at you and I'm like, this is the girl I married. This is the girl that I saw, you know, when we first got together. And I was like, she was so hungry for God. So when I hear you talk about the things of God, and God, I just, I honestly, I, I wish and pray that people could have the kind of relationship we have where when we both start talking about the Lord, there's something that elevates in yes, us. Absolutely. So I had to pause, I had to press pause on <laughs> your, co- sorry to distract, but That's all right. I'm just like, wow. Wow. So why did it make you cry? Cause you were crying so much and, <sighs> and I, t- and we started to talk about it and I said, no, let's go straight in there and record. Yeah, yeah I you're like, hear, no, hit record. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Girl, you're becoming then, a podcaster. Yeah, well, I am. This, I, I've <laughs> learned the from show. the best. Tina and Adam, this no is doubt. what they say. No so tell me, what was it that made you cry? I think part of it is that uh, when really was talking, and he's talking at Gateway Church, right? This is like the heart of very affluent <laughs> Dallas-Fort Worth. No knock on that. just is what it is, right? I mean, he's in the heart of that, and here he is in a headband. His hair's all jacked up. He's wearing old, like, Levi's 501 jeans and tennis shoes that are no name, no brand. He's just himself, I and yet it. he is talking about being consumed with the love of God for people. Yes. And he's telling story after story of just these People who don't know who he is, Jordan Peterson met him and said, oh, what are you doing at the conference? He said, I'm actually one of the keynote speakers. He said, really? You know, like, he and didn't he's even like bo- looking him up and down. Yeah, looking like, him up like and down. Like, I don't are? even, you're a speaker, you know. Yeah. So I love the the fact that this this family, the, the Robertson family, have received the mantle that God gave to them and the call to evangelize, to share their faith, to be bold in their faith. Absolutely. We all know it's Duck Dynasty, right? A lot of drama. It's funny. It's a great, hilarious show. And they're rough around the edges, and yet there's this life that emanates out of them. Exactly. This light. And uh, so as I was listening to him tell stories about sharing his faith with people and baptizing a guy in a, in a cow pond, in a, in a stock tank. See, now, I we don't call know, them stock tanks I, I in West know, Texas. I didn't know what a cow pond was until he described it. A stock tank is, is a tank that's a man-made little tiny lake or pond, and it's for the cattle. It's literally ranch so that's land where they and farmland. Go poop. They poop. They drink water. I mean, it's, it's the okay. deer come, the cows come, whatever else comes, the critters. So, so, so I get that because I grew up in West Texas. So he baptized someone he baptized in that. He guy, and it was really okay. shallow. And you he have li- to really, really want well, Jesus to do that. Well, and he was like, man, I got ba- to get you all wet. So 18 he, degrees outside. 18 degrees outside. They're on a deer hunt. This guy gets 
born again, gives his heart to Christ and says, man, I want to be baptized right now. And Willie's like, for real? Like right now? He says, yeah. He says, it's 18 degrees. He says, this could kill you. Because, yeah, I know the old man has to die. No, it could literally kill you. It's hilarious. (laughs) But I can totally picture that because growing up where I grew up, we had stock takes. We had one on our property. We had had cows and all that stuff. And so I know what a stock tank is, and See, I know, I even, know what's inside of it. It's gross. I've never even been in the presence of a cow. Yeah, you don't swim in I, a I stock tank. I grew up in the city. I don't. Or get I'm baptized. not a. Yeah. So this guy wants to be baptized. He's like, man, I, I'm ready to be baptized. I want to. I want to follow Jesus. The beauty of that struck me because I know what's in the stock tank. <laughs> it's gross. That's and why you're crying. He, no. Part of it. I mean, just part of the fact that that guy didn't care. He just wanted Jesus, and he wanted to follow Jesus and believers' baptism. He said, "I don't care if it's in a church. I don't care if it's in a warm, hot tub." Well, they were driving, and he saw it, and he said, "Let's just do it right right now, right here." I mean, love that. That is powerful. It's the heart. It's the real deal. How many of us are like, "Well, you know," yeah, let's do it in a church where it's really the. We're, we have warm we got, water. And, and Adam Curry, we have neon lights and uh, fog yeah, right. machines. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, you know, but it's all the conveniences yes. and comfort and somebody's waiting with a towel. No, this is 18 degrees on a deer hunt. That was, and he says, oh, I want to be gosh. baptized right now. The purity of that. And the cameraman that, who was yeah, with him. Yeah, Of course, the cameraman follows Willie Robertson all the time, but right? But he's like, okay, I'm show. ready. And, and he, he said... said well, I'm not going to do it there, but can we go back to the person's <laughs> house and let's do it in the bathtub? They did it in a bathtub with all the guys from I just the think camp. That's so amazing! All these dudes uh, watching him in a bathtub in a bath in a bathtub get baptized. How yes. beautiful is that? Absolutely. You know, all that really struck me, but it also conjured up some some memories yes. that I have. So I was a youth pastor for many years, and um, because I wasn't raised in church. I didn't become a Christian until I was 18, almost right, 19, really, really, really more into 19. And so not going to youth camp, not being raised in a church, I mean, I was really raw and rough around the edges. I mean, all I ever wanted to do is play play guitar in a band and be on a rock stage. And roll. I mean, yeah. rock and roll. I mean, I grew up in, in classic rock era now. We call it classic rock. wasn't in. So that's all I wanted, and I just didn't have a lot of ambition about life. And then God grips my heart, and suddenly, not suddenly, but over a period of time, I find myself being at a Bible school, learning about ministry, and then now I get invited to be a youth minister at a church. And I'm in this beautiful, wonderful church in Comanche, Texas, of all places, wow. Central Texas. Little bitty town. Central Texas, and I loved getting to be a part of that church. And uh, I was there for four years, and I was the youth minister. And then I became the associate pastor later with Pastor Don Longoria, wonderful man of God. Still consider him a pastor and a mentor in my life from a distance. So here I was, this youth pastor, but I was i was still rough, long hair, playing well, in You're a, still rough right now. I know. I'm playing in a <laughs> Christian rock band, and we had this great band. We did all these youth events, and... So naturally, guess what kind of young people, kids in high school were attracted to me because I'm a guitar, I'm a lead guitar player. I've still got long hair. I still wear rock and roll t-shirts and here I am in a Baptist church. Not a fit, but I was a misfit if there ever was one. But here I was. And so we did these big youth events. We'd invite the whole community out. We'd see 
lot of kids come out for what we call fifth quarter rallies. Our band would rock and jam out in the parking lot with big lights, and it was just it was a magical time, honestly, in youth ministry. And what happened was a bunch of skaters and kids that were jamming on Metallica, Metallica the Black Album, they were all into it. They were coming to our meetings because they loved the music, and then they knew I was rough around the edges. We started drawing all these young young people that were really rough around the edges. Of course, our church was like, "Oh my gosh, we're bro- these are the wrong kind of kids." I'm like, "No, these are this is who Jesus is going after." I still don't understand that. Well, I why mean, would a church want to turn away people that don't look like them? So, that, in their defense, they yeah, just okay. Honestly, they didn't know any better. I know. So I just I don't have get great that. compassion for that. And great grace for that. So he just did, it just, it was shocking. But God was drawing these rough kids, especially the skater crowd. And man, I love the skater guys. They were raw, they were honest, they were intellectual, they were sharp. And I had these great conversations just sitting on the tailgate of a pickup out in the parking lot at night with these guys. And I remember I, I someone let me know, they came by the church and they said, look, this group of guys, and these are guys that had given their hearts to Christ. Man, I was helping them, I was discipling them. I said, they're they're over in, in another town. It's like 20, 30 minutes away, and they're drunk. They're just smashed mm-hmm. out of their minds. And it just got all over me. I jumped in my 72 Volkswagen Bug. <laughs> I know. Had a great cassette player though. Oh my gosh. And I drove over I drove over to, to this other town and I found them. I, I hunted them. I, I prayed the whole way. I thought, Lord God, these guys just gave their lives to Jesus. And here they are drinking and partying. And I was that kid too, so I knew exactly what was going on. I said, God, somehow help me find them. And I felt like the Lord led me to drive to the downtown area. There's a drag. drag. You know, Everybody all, has a every drag. Every town in Texas has a drag. I went down on the drag. Sure enough, I found them. I pull up behind them. I'm flashing my lights in my Volkswagen. And we pull over in a parking lot. And I just, they're all, they're smashed. And I get it. I was that kid. So we get out. And I just said, man, guys. I'm not here to berate you. I'm not here to put you down. I'm not here to call you out. I'm here to call you up. And I'm here to tell you, I love you so much that I drove from Comanche to get over here to just tell you I love you, but more importantly, God loves you. And I just, I broke in front of these guys. I just started to cry. And it wasn't a weird cry. It was just a, it was pure Mm -hmm. and it was passionate. It was from the heart. And I just watched these guys break right in front wow. of me. All wow. three of them. There's three of them. And man, they were just like repentant and sorry and apologize. We all drove back to Comanche in a little little train. I mean, they were in a car and I was in a car. And I said, let's just go home. And they went home that night. And you know what? Those guys became faithful in our youth group. And uh, some of them did, some of them didn't. Some of them went on. And yet, I just will never forget the overwhelming feeling that no matter what, I've got to drive. I'll go wherever I need to go to mm-hmm. reach these young people. That's good. That's and I'll good. never forget it because it imprinted my heart and gave me such a love for these young well, people. Well, and you planted a seed, and who knows what who's watered that seed over well, time. I will say this, crazy enough, on social media, every once in a while I'll hear from one of them. Really? It's really cool. That's awesome. God's worked, and God's done a work in that, in that one young man's life. And they'll never forget you. I'll never forget the the 
Sunday school teachers that spent multiple hours with me um, every week discipling me, teaching me from the age of 10 till I was about 13 in a church. I'll never forget them. So you have to ask the question, what motivates a person to give away an evening, a day, an, an afternoon, to sit with another person, to simply say, I'm not here for me. I'm here for you, and I'm here because God put this on my heart to be with you. It's understanding a calling that we all have. That's a changed life. That's a changed life. It sure is. I know, I've know. i noticed, I've been doing this 38 years. I'm not exactly a newbie. And uh, I've seen so many people get excited about God, get excited about Jesus, step over the line, get baptized. Oh, my gosh, they're front row. Then, and then six months then later, eighth row, then their 20th row, and then they're out the and door. And then they're out the door. It's like, what it's like, is it? Life why happens, but they don't have the foundation to withstand when, when the tornado comes or the wind blows. I think there's a couple of things going on. It's not even just that. Because a lot of people blame the church. Well, the church didn't disciple them. The church didn't take care of them. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. When I was a young new Christian, I didn't I was so self-motivated because I knew God saved you me. You were really saved. I it mean, makes you wonder if some were not saved. That's what I wonder about. I'm just throwing that out there for thought. I think there are a lot of people who are um what's the right word? They're in a dangerous place because mm-hmm. they think they are. And they may not be. Jesus said that you must be born again. You must be born from above. And then he said this, you must be born of the Spirit. This is all John chapter 3. You must be born of the Spirit. I think there are a lot of people who they get an adrenaline pump. They get a dopamine dump. They get a taste of it. And they're like, oh, it feels so good. good. And then when the good wears off, the adrenaline right. wears off, the exactly. dopamine wears off, the pump wears off. And then it's like, wait a minute, this is going to cost me something? Mm-hmm. Wait, i got to give up something? i got to lay my life down for this? Right. Whoa, 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 that's not what I signed up for. And they bail. And I'm not mad at those people. I have a massive compassion, compassion. heart yes. because I'm like, oh, you are so close to the kingdom of God. But there is a dying to self that has to happen, mm-hmm. a giving up of your life before transformation comes, before change, a changed life. So just from your perspective, Annette, because we come from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. similar but different. We come from the same area, West Texas, but we had vastly different backgrounds and stories. What does it mean for you what does a changed life really mean, transformed well, life? See, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I think about is the Holy Spirit. So I say, good morning, Holy Spirit. Me I want to get in a devotion first thing. Sometimes I'll get sidetracked because I'm not perfect. <laughs> I'm one of those what? not perfect people, no perfect people allowed kind of in our church. And I'll go, you know, I'll, I'll look at an email or something, and I have to just sit there and go, wait a minute, I need to start my day with Christ. And so I do my little devotion. The thing is, for me, is he's with me all day long. You know, Mm -hmm. we have this dialogue that goes on. 
you know, we, we talk to ourselves all the time. And instead of me just talking to myself, I turn that dialogue into talking and conversing with God. Because we all do that, right? We all talk True. to ourselves. It's an inner monologue. It's an inner monologue. And so now I have this, and I call it dialogue because I'm listening to what he's saying. So it's not just a monologue to, you know, I'm not just the only, I'm just not just talking to God. I'm listening. And I, and I, I go through my life really seeking him daily. And you, as a Christian, that's what it's all about is to seek him. He gives us an assignment and it's the person you walk with. It's the person you live with. It's the person you work with. It's the person you play with. You know, we have an assignment to be the light so that we're drawn, people are drawn to us. We don't have to go Beautiful. up and ask every single person if they know Christ. We should be people, we should be so compelling that people want to know what is it that makes you smile? What is it that makes you have a good day? What is it? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I love that. I That's love that. That's beautiful. There's a scripture that I learned as a young Christian, a new Christian, actually. I was shared, uh, the youth minister, uh, Ricky Ketron, back in the day said, man, you need to learn this verse. And so I looked it up, and he, he shared it with me. And I remember laying on my bed in a duplex in the in the total tech ghetto of Lubbock, Texas. I called it the tech ghetto. Now it's, like, really nice. But back then, it was a ghetto. And I'm laying on my bed. I'm reading this verse out of my first real Bible, and it stuck with me. And it's it's Second Corinthians five seventeen. Oh Listen yes, to this. I love it. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things, things are new. Have become new. Isn't that powerful? It. Yes. A new creation. It's, a, it's what one person termed a new creation reality. Well, and I love, this goes along with what we talked about last week, which in Jude 1.1, 1, 1, we are oh, called, love that. we are loved, and we are kept. And Come you on. Preached, uh, you literally preached on that this Sunday. I because had to. We thought about it every day. You were just I like, not, I not can't preach, preach on it. what I was going to. This is it. I have to. I even posted about it. I did a devotional today, mm -hmm. which is on our website, livingupinanddownworld.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> Go there. All of our devotionals, I write them every day are on there. But I, I could not not talk about that. Because right. it, it, it is so imprinted is me. One of the most powerful um, scriptures I've read, and I can't even tell you how long. It, it, it just... It just rings so loud in me every it, it day. Literally, you shared it with again, I know. girl. You are the catalyst. No, I just remember you're the talent. I'm just the producer. Right? No, that's a that's a Tina Adam. <laughs> but it's still the same, and I'm tweaking and pushing sliders here and doing stuff, you know, stuff like that. But um, you you shared that with me yes. again after a workout on a Monday, wasn't it? That's why I like what doing the podcast after a Monday because I'm rocking out during a workout, and then here you are listening to the Word well, of God. Maybe and I'm go, a little more spiritual than you. Oh, no, I'm just boom. kidding. Boom. I know. Wow. Yeah. There oh, you go. <laughs> wow. Okay. You but set off. No, I just that's I. I sometimes I listen to music, but these days no, no, no. I'm you're, in a season. You're in the Word of God. I just have to hear. It's the only the thing that helps me get up in a down world. I hear you, Think but what it. I love is that you get in the Word of God, and then you, like, 
filter it to me. I get the Cliff's notes. I tell you all about it in the I car. Was all about Cliff's notes. And then notes we in watch college. it, and or, you know, so and it it can be random. Sometimes I'll just pull up YouTube and I'll just put a name in, and it'll come up, and I'll listen, and Isn't it's that just what, what I need is about? in the moment. Isn't that what a relationship is about? Is yes. like God speaks into one of us, and mm-hmm. then we're like. You've got to hear this. You've got to listen to this. And I do that too. We This works both ways. Yes. It's a beautiful exchange. And uh, I love that. And so when you brought up Jude 1 and we looked at that scripture, I was it. I was it did slayed. the same thing to you as oh, it did to me. I was slayed by it. Yes. I mean. And then you told called, Adam listened to this kept. podcast and then he read the book of Jude. He was like, oh my gosh, this. And that. Okay, that's the whole point of this podcast. There you go. To point you to the Word, to Jesus Himself, that's it. and that's it. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and give up while we're doing this. Right. This is our why. <laughs> our why is that we want you to know the person of Jesus this Christ, way. not religion, not just church, but the person of Jesus Christ. Anybody one- can go to church. Exactly. Does not make you, know, you. It doesn't make you a Christian no more than going to McDonald's makes you a Big Mac. Exactly. By exactly. the way, I loved Big Macs growing up. I can't I know, I'm weird. I don't know. I loved them. But anyway, <laughs> God, I'm suddenly hungry. But well, anyway, we haven't had dinner and it's like eight o'clock. Today. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So anyway, our whole point of doing this is because we, our heart is to point you to Jesus, and I want to say thank you for. We've had many people write in and say, you know what, I'm I'm stepping back into my faith because yes. of this podcast and also because of what Adam and Tina are doing with uh, Curry and the Keeper. They they continue to share their faith journey and share what God's and doing. People and people are coming people back People are saying, you God. know what, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm coming so home. excited. This yeah. is the whole point of podcast, period. It started with the Godcasters. It's going to end with the Godcast. Come on now. I mean, God dropped this into Adam's yes. heart 19 years ago. He didn't even ago. know why. Didn't know for sure, but look what God's doing exactly. in this. So we want to thank you for listening. And I, I just got to do some shout outs. I mean, my gosh, we could preach for hours, but I'm going to do some shout outs. Listen to this. Some very cool stuff that's happened. Um, listen to this. Um, just some RG at RG. BTC. Love this. God bless you and Bridge Church, Chiminanet. Boost. Thank you for the boost, my friend. We <laughs> so appreciate that. We love Satoshis. It's just fun getting feedback. Yes. Value for value is an amazing thing. It's an amazing yes. platform. And it's a way to say, you know what? I value what you're doing. I value what you're saying. I value who you are. And I'm going to send some value your way. And that could be through Satoshis. It could be through simply on PayPal, through livingupinaworld.com or, or, or emails. It's just a way of saying thank you for what you're doing. So thank you. I love this. Sir, by his grace, says this. Just keeps getting better. Loved, in capitals. I love that. Loved how biblical show 23 was. I'm driving to Idaho from Florida and had a wet few hours. Those massive downpours and storms. Today through Alabama and Mississippi. Y'all's shout out sure pet me up. I sure love Romans. So do we, my friend. <laughs> T-Y-F-Y-C. Thank you for the yeah, something. Boost. <laughs> I'm so down on the... I know. The, Tina said what it was, but now I know. I know. Thank, Thank you, you for, for your comment. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember now. Sorry, Mr. Surbiah's <laughs> Grace, but thank you for the comments, brother, and the boost. Blessings to you. Adam, 
the pod father Curry. I want to always make sure I give him kudos and credits. <laughs> he says this, I love it when an episode makes me want to read the discussed scripture mm-hmm. right away. Jude on deck, great episode. Aww, it gave us an amazing sweet. striper boost. Adam, I need that file for the, the wave file for the striper boost. Right. It's really <laughs> awesome when you do that. Thank you. And then also, um, Eric, for being our second big yes. do- our donor uh, through so our Substack. Sweet. Thank you, Eric, for that gift. Thank that you, Eric. Beautiful. Such a great brother. Yes. We appreciate you. And thanks for encouraging yes. us and supporting us. It means a ton. It really, it really does. does. It makes what we're doing just so worthwhile. And then we can bless it forward. Exactly, which is so our heart. And then one more shout out to Mr. Adam, the Podfather Curry, for being our founding donor. <laughs> he is. Boom. He was our first one. I know. Thanks, brother, for the encouragement and the support. We love you. And family, we want you to know we love you. And our heart for you is Jesus. Our heart for you is the good news. And it's very simple, by the way. It's simply this, Jesus lived the life we should have lived, and he died the death we should have died in our place. And then after he died, three days later, he was raised from the dead, proving that he's the son of God and proving his love for you. And that he says this, that if anyone would believe in him, he would come into our lives, he would forgive us of our sins, and he would be with us forever. Yes. The scripture says we will not perish, and that is our heart for you. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We are fun show. Oh, my God. I love you. (laughs) Hey, blessings to you, our friends. We love you. Much love. Have an amazing week on purpose. We'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.